This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 28th of February. Juzzy boy, Meta and Google's commercial deals with major Aussie media mm-hmm. outlets has been worth nearly $1 billion over the past four years. Large. But now, many of these deals are up for renewal and Meta has reportedly knocked back new deals. Wow. This could be a big blow for Australian media companies. As if they weren't hurting enough right now, B-Man. I had a big win with my budget from last week to this week. Oh. Didn't spend nearly as much on Uber Eats on shopping as well. And it was all because I tracked my spending in the Flux budgeting tool. I had a feeling. Helps you track where you've been spending each week and each month and can compare against previous periods. It is so easy to do, B-Man. So Flux Sam, if you want to check out how you've been spending, how you've been saving, make sure to download the Flux app and check out budgeting. Three electric stories today, Jazzy boy. Let's do it. For our first. Kogan.com has seen its net profit triple over the past six months, even as it saw its sales decrease. Really tightening the TV screws there at Kogan B-Man, mm-hmm. so tell me more. Well, Kogan.com is the company started by Ruslan Kogan in his parents' garage in 2006. And B-Man, Kogan hasn't been afraid of taking it to the big dogs in the retail industry. Back in 2010, he battled it out with Jerry Harvey. I remember that. Founder of Harvey Norman. They were fighting about who had better value TVs. <laughs> and that was back when the Kogan brand was still pretty small. But since then, Kogan.com has expanded its range from just TVs mm-hmm. to almost anything yeah. online. We're talking products like beds, air conditioners, even treadmills. But then, Juzzy Boy, they've also leveraged the Kogan brand to offer other things like credit cards or car insurance or even home energy. And B-Man, despite Kogan.com's first half revenue dropping nearly 10%, its net profit jumped 206% to nearly 9 million bucks. And here's an interesting one, Jazzy Boy. The reason for this success is a shift in how Kogan earns its revenue. Less product and more platform. Uh Uh-huh. So what is the key learning here? Asset light can be just right. Uh Uh-huh. Get this one. Kogan now makes 63% of its profits from subscriptions and other online services. And it makes a lot of sense. Think about selling a couch. You've got manufacturing, you've got warehousing costs. Then you've got delivery costs as well. Once you've shipped the couch, there's not much profit left over. But when it comes to software or subscriptions, we're talking about tech-like revenues with very little overheads by comparison. And juicy, juicy margins. And B-Man, that's why Kogan.com is pushing hard with its membership program, Kogan First. As well as its revenue from mobile and insurance Mm -hmm. and internet plans. Seems like investors are fully on board with that. Mm. Their share price went up more than 20% off the back of this news. For our second story, Adore Beauty has seen its revenue increase to over $100 million for the first half of the financial year after giving its returning customers much more love. More love? Does that mean more Tim Tams? Surely. So. so tell me more. Well, Jazzy Boy, another e-com retailer, another story that started in a garage. Yeah. With Adore, the year was 1999. The year that The Matrix was released and Neo was dodging bullets like those waving inflatable arms outside the late Godfrey stores. Yeah. And now, B-Man, Adore Beauty has grown to sell more than 270 cosmetic brands mm. and over 13,000 products. Mm, which is why, when it listed on the ASX in 2020, investors wanted to get their moisturized hands on this stock. But sadly, its share price has never even been close to its day one listing price. But now, some good news for Adore because their revenue has jumped to over $100 million for the half. And they actually recorded a half-year profit of nearly a million bucks. Up from 90000 last year. Wow, not huge at all. Definitely not. But I'll tell you what is quite large, Jazzy Boy. Mm-hmm. 500,000 returning customers spending more money than ever before. So what is the key learning here? Loyal customers are worth their weight in gold. Now, B-Man, we know that retaining customers isn't just good practice. It's actually the key to building a sustainable business. When you build a strong retention strategy, mm-hmm. these customers tend to make up the bulk of sales. For Adore Beauty, 81% of their sales were attributed to 
returning customers. These customers tend to spend more. For Adore Beauty, the average order value for their active customers jumped to nearly 114 bucks. And it means businesses don't need to spend as much on acquiring new customers. For Adore Beauty, they said they'd reduce their marketing costs as a percentage of sales. So, Jazzy Boy, while Adore's profits aren't quite as juicy as investors would like, mm-hmm. there's clearly a loyal fan base lapping up each and every gluten-free Tim Tam. <laughs> for our third and final story, Formula One has signed its first ever beauty brand partnership mm. with a luxury cosmetics brand. You have to look glam while you're racing, mm-hmm. Jazzy Boy. It's rule number three. Charlotte Tilbury is a British cosmetics company that was started in 2013 and they've grown pretty rapidly with big name celebs like Salma Hayek, Sofia Vergara, Kate Moss and now B-Man F1 has signed up Charlotte Tilbury Beauty for a big, big partnership. Gotta say, this kind of felt like a bit of a stretch kind of like Justin Bieber and Crocs back in the day but I'm kind of here for it. (laughs) With 40% of Formula 1 fans now female, this collaboration isn't actually as random as it initially sounded. Charlotte Tilbury will be the official partner of F1 Academy, which is Formula One female-only championship. But both these brands will be hoping that this unconventional collab will help them leverage a growing female fan base. So what's the key learning here? Unconventional partnerships can help brands unlock an untapped market, Mm -hmm. especially when you're the first. We know that the cosmetics industry is very competitive. We know that cosmetics companies spent around 7.7 billion US dollars in advertising in 2022 alone. So as the first beauty brand to collaborate with the F1, Charlotte Tilbury has exclusively Exclusive access to Formula One fans. And Jazzy Boy, we've seen experiments like this pay off before. Mm-hmm. Remember Louis Vuitton and League of Legends? I do. No one knew it then, but it turns out 66% of gamers also invest in luxury brand products. And since Louis Vuitton took the lead, luxury brands like Ralph Lauren, mm-hmm. Balenciaga, Gucci have all gotten into gaming as well. And they've opened up a subculture that most of us never even knew existed. So who knows? Maybe the Red Bull racing team could become L'Oreal racing in the future. Ooh. B-Man, one of the hardest parts to saving money is actually knowing where you're spending your money. I couldn't agree more. Nothing worse than not knowing where your money went. Chucking it in a spreadsheet every six months, never looking at it. No thanks. So that's why we've built the Flux budgeting tool. It takes 30 seconds to connect all your bank accounts across all your banks and see all your spending in one simple, sexy place. Very handy to feel in control, I must Mm -hmm. admit. Make sure you download the Flux app and check out the budgeting feature. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Friday.